I'm back. Welcome to the Character Chronicles, the people show. We check the pulse of Husker Nation brought to you by X Cancer. Check them out at xcancer.com. Today I have a special guest. He's a college football homer, Hall of Famer, a former Buckus Award winner as the nation's top linebacker. Nebraska's career all-time sack leader with 29 and a half career sacks, and now the University of Nebraska's current athletic director, Mr. Trev Alberts. How you doing, my friend? Doing great, Adam. How are you today? I'm good, and I want to thank you for taking the time to join me. Sure. It's great to be with you. So just over a year ago, you were named Nebraska's AD. What's it been like being the athletic director at your alma mater, and has it been kind of what you've expected through this first year? Well, I'll tell you what, it's just such a great privilege and an honor, obviously. I mean, you know, just like you, Adam, I mean, I love this place, and uh, um, this place did so much for me during, you know, really formative years, and I've learned an awful lot, and so every day I, I come to work, I kind of think to myself, I can't believe that I get to work at the University of Nebraska and work in athletics, a place that uh, I know means a lot to a lot of people. So it's just been such a thrill. It's the greatest blessing uh, that I could have ever imagined. Our family loves it. And uh, just a great honor. It's, you know, it's, it's been uh, a real learning experience. Obviously we've been about a year, a little more, and uh, there's just been so many changes outside of, you know, the traditional getting settled into a new job and, and working hard to create a leadership team and, and um, create expectations and a structure. I mean, you've got those natural sort of things you deal with on a day-to-day basis of, of managing, you know, a staff of over 300 and 650 student athletes. But, you know, what's really uh, added another dimension for all of us is, you know, the changes in, in college athletics and, and name, image, and likeness and lawsuits and, and governance changes to the NCAA and potential changes even at the collegiate level and and, uh, all the litigation that's happening. So lots of uh, uh, moving parts, but uh, all in all, it's been uh, an exhilarating experience for us. So Nebraska's football season starts in just over a week, and it's no no secret that it's a big year for Scott Frost. How would you define success for Scott Frost and his coaching staff this year? Is it a certain amount of wins, or is it something else, in your opinion, that you might be looking for? Well, obviously, you know, wins are part of it. I yeah. mean, I think it's a culmination of a lot of things. And, you know, we, uh, as you know, um, you know, the expectations from year to year uh, here are always very, very high. And uh, so, you know, a lot of the expectations are things that, that we're already seeing and, and uh, really looking forward to getting on the plane on Monday and heading over to Ireland uh, to, to sort of evaluate our, our progress. As you know, uh, typically you, you like to give yourself a, an opportunity uh, to have a game or two to uh, before going into conference. And I know a lot of coaches always say, you know, you learn the most about your team between week one and week two. And so you think you know about your team and until you get into the um, sort of live situation where um, some of your weaknesses can be exposed, not only your players, but also your coaching structure. Uh, and then you can make some adjustments. So, you know, we, we, we just want to see a well-coached football team that uh, is fundamentally sound, it's aggressive, physical. Um, and uh, I think um, um, I think we're heading in that direction. I think that's what we're going to see when we uh, when we get to Dublin. I've always been kind of curious what your relationship with Scott Frost is like because you're both former players, but there's obviously a boss-employee element to it as well. So what's that dynamic kind of like? Well, you know, I mean, I think, you know, it is interesting in the sense that, you know, we both played here and uh, both have a passion for the place. And and, uh, I didn't have a relationship with Scott prior to coming here. You know, we we all play together. But if if our years didn't uh, 
you know, sort of match up. And, and uh, so Scott and I weren't, weren't here at the same time, but, but I think we have a very good working relationship. And, uh, you know, we spent the last year um, getting to know each other a little bit. And, and uh, certainly he's getting to, to know what my weaknesses are. And I don't know, I don't know Adam, if he's found any strengths, but uh, <laughs> I'm sure he know, has. I think, um, you know, we're, we're, we're not in a position, uh, at least from my perspective, with any of our programs to be, you know, this is about business. Um, you know, we're, we're trying to win. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so all of our interactions are, are uh, you know, about what can we do? Uh, what can I do? Um, how do we find a way to pay, pay a bigger price than what our opponents are doing? What's the next strategic sort of advantage? And um, so when you live in a world of competition where, where results matter every single day, uh, that sort of drives, you know, your interaction. And, and I'm certainly comfortable with that. And, and I think Scott is too. We both want the same thing. Uh, there'd be nothing that would please the two of us more, uh, you know, than to, uh, uh, have Nebraska football competing at a level that's uh, commensurate with our fans' expectations and, and our history, but that's a long way down the road. We just, you know, we're we're trying to put the building blocks in place to to get there, and uh, a lot of hard work has went into it. We'll have time for, uh, you know, different types of uh, fun interaction. Right now, uh, it's just work, Adam. Yeah, no, that makes perfect sense. And obviously, like you mentioned, Nebraska's long-term goals are to compete at a high level, compete for championships again. Uh, they brought in a lot of transfers this year, a lot of talented guys, some guys with some experience from other places. You know, hopefully you see results sooner rather than later. Um, do you believe the Huskers can get to that point? And I, we all believe that they can get to that point where they're competing for championships again. And you mentioned it's probably down the road a little bit. But what do you think is a realistic time frame to get to that point where they are competing for championships more often than not? Well, you know, it's uh, uh, it isn't going to get any easier, as you can imagine. Yeah, uh, we've got the you know UCLA and USC coming in in twenty four, and so the level of competition. Um, you know, I think the the biggest change that I see from from maybe when I played. I know you played a little bit after me, but you know, is that is it a little bit like when you were in the NFL? I mean, there were no matter who you play, there's no off week, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, there's there's no Sunday where you say, well, this is you know this is a win. Um, every yep. single game matters. Every single game takes your absolute best effort. And uh, so uh, that's why we've always talked about these very <laughs> narrow and thin margins. So um, I, I, I just think that, you know, uh, this is a uh, just systemic uh, climbing, um, incremental, uh, positive uh, I think stability helps in leadership, and I'm not just talking about the football coach. I think it's, you know, president levels and others, and I think we have some of that uh, today, and, and we'll have that moving forward, so I think that's important. But, you know, it's it's just really hard to, um, you know, put a timeline on it. I do think the positive thing for us is that with some of these changes, as you mentioned, with NIL and, and freedom of movement and, and a transfer portal, those types of things, I think that it can help expedite um, some of your progress forward. I think, you know, Scott and the staff did a really good job. I think our fans are going to be able to see that, you know, some of the talent that we acquired through the transfer portal is going to really make a big difference. And so I think you have an opportunity to, you know, to build your team talent-wise maybe quicker than you did, you know, in the late 80s, early 90s, just because of some of these changes. You know, the bigger challenge now, though, is is that culture building and cohesion. 
because you have so much change and turnover. And so that takes, you know, a different sort of focus in terms of leadership. And uh, that's where some of our focus has been at this point. Uh, no, 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 no quite a doubt about it. You know, we've, we've been able to uh, bring in some really talented young men and, and now we've got to meld them into a team and uh, in a short window, but, but I think we can do it. And um, I think, um, I think Scott believes we can do it as well. Now, Nebraska needs an improved pass rush. Garrett Nelson appears to be poised to have a big season. I think transfer from TCU, O'Shawn Mathis, is going to be fun to watch. Um, You may know a thing or two about getting sacks in college football. What advice would you give the Blackshirts when it comes to getting after the quarterback? You know, it's been a while since they've had a consistent pass rusher, so what advice would you give them uh, on the defensive side of the ball when it comes to that? Well, you you were pretty good at pass rushing yourself, Adam. But uh, you know, I think it, the reality is is it, it it takes more than just one person. And so, while I may have gotten quite a bit of credit for you know getting sacks, the reality is I had Lorenzo Brinkley and John Reese and to- guys like Toby Wright and Ernie Beeler and, and Baron Miles. I mean, we we had great defensive backs that did a great job of knowing where to be and and they had great coverage you know which allowed quarterback to hold the ball gave me a chance to get there but you know i've always just thought that you know pass rushing is quite simple it's just a matter of want to and um you got to find guys that um that really want to get there and you sure it helps to have a good first step sure it helps to have some some quickness and strength but at the end of the day um it just comes down to determination and want to and I'm not sure that, you know, over the past several years, we've, we've, we've always had that, but I agree with you. Um, I think we've got some guys on the team this year. That's got some want to, and yeah, don't forget about Caleb Tanner. For sure. um, I, I've seen him um, really take a step forward as well. And, and there's some other guys that uh, you know, I was, I was at practice today, watched the one-on-ones um, and um, was a, uh, you know, really pleased with, with what I'm seeing. So, you know, it's just hard to tell though, you know, you're playing against your own team until you, you know, get into a situation where you're playing uh, in a live competition against another team. I, I tell people all the time, you know, sometimes you go through fall camp and you think, man, we've got an incredible defense. And then as the season unfolds, you just learn that, well, we just had a bad offense. So they looked really good in practice because the offense wasn't very good. Or it could be vice versa. That, yep. Yep. You know, it looks like we're going to have the scoring explosion. Then you get to the season, you realize that your defense was just way behind. So until yep. we get to an actual game and, and a conference game, um, I think some of some of our strengths and weaknesses will become more apparent. As you mentioned, college football has changed a lot. It's changed since you played. It's changed since I played. You know, what are your thoughts on NIL? What are your thoughts on the transfer portal? Um, do you think these things are good for college football as an overall whole? I think they're good for Nebraska. Uh, we'll see how it comes to fruition this year. Um, I think NIL helps Nebraska because there's a lot of people who back Nebraska can help bring guys in as far as the transfer portal. We've been able to hopefully overhaul and change things quickly. We'll see, as you mentioned, how that unfolds this year. But for college football as an overall whole, do you think it's good for the sport? Well, I, I do think that it's wonderful for the student-athletes that they can benefit from their name, image, and likeness. I really do. And um, But I, I think, you know, I think we're sort of in an interim period here where um, I don't think the current structure of, of how NIL is approached, and I don't think the current sort of structure around freedom of movement is necessarily sustainable long-term. 
Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I look at this as, you know, a move uh, in, in, in the right direction that's modernizing some of these approaches to college football. The challenge has been because we, you know, we just haven't been able um, because of concern over collusion and other things to be able to put the necessary uh, guardrails and protocols around some of these things, which has led to, you know, some of the chaos and, and uncertainties and, and discomfort. So um, it'll probably have to get a little more chaotic before we get to the point where we're able to uh, to create some some better thinking around it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm I'm okay with with where we're we're going. I just think you know we need to probably reevaluate a little bit now that we've had a chance. Because at the end of the day, um, you know you you really want to make sure that we we have as many winners that come out of this. And um, um, you know, is it really in the best interest of of student athletes to to be bouncing from team to team? And um, clearly, they have to have some freedom of movement at the same time unfettered without any sort of uh, controls really doesn't do, you know, the students um, justice and it certainly doesn't um, help uh, the institutions either. So I, I think we'll, we'll get there. And I think as we move forward, um, you know, there'll be good thinking and leadership around that. It's just that we're not there today. Yeah, it's a little bit of the wild, wild west right now, but I'm with you. I think eventually they're going to have to bring in some more constraints or boundaries or however you want to phrase it. So uh, one last question for you. It might be the most important question uh, I've asked you the entire time. Okay, are you ready for it? Sure. (laughs) The college football video game is coming back soon. How vital (laughs) is this to the college football and the sport as a whole? What What are your thoughts on this? (laughs) <laughs> well, you know, I, I think it is vital. I mean, what young person, I mean, my son was so mad when that game went away. Um, yep. But, you know, I think what it does is it helps grow our sport. It grows the, you know, the fan base. Uh, it keeps people engaged. Um, you know, it's 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 sort of an extension of what we just announced this morning is, you know, our, our new television partners moving forward with the Big Ten. I mean, it's, it's a way of continuing to distribute your brand and, uh, and then it again now is going to allow our players to benefit directly from their name, image, and likeness. And so I think it's awesome. I think it's great. And it was really sad that college football didn't have that sport. I'm glad it's back. I'm not going to lie. I played the college football game a lot uh, growing up <laughs> in college football. And I look forward to being able to play it with my son, who's now 13. So that that's something that excites me. So thank you, you for you taking the time. Play play you. Will your son get to play? Can you be Adam Carricker out there? Well, we do have the old old games. I don't know if the the old uh, consoles still work. I'll have to dust them off, make sure they still work. But, uh, yeah, so thank you for taking the time to join me. I appreciate it, my friend. You bet, Adam. All right, until next time, Husker Nation, go Big Red. And always remember... Throw the bone. This show is brought to you by X-Cancer. Join the fight at xcancerstore.com and support your loved ones, your neighbors, and cancer fighters all over the world and help them gain access to revolutionary treatments. xcancerstore.com has a wide variety of t-shirts and merchandise supporting a wide variety of cancer battles so you can show off the colors that matter. Proceeds from each purchase not only help those at home, but also cancer fighters in Tanzania, Africa. Check them out at xcancerstore.com.